Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 107. Six. Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's all good. Okay, we're good. Yeah. We're good. All right, we're it's 106. Just getting a little ahead of myself. More. <laughs> all right, fucking hey. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 106. My name is Anthropos. And I. Amazi man. <laughs> and for today's lineup, we're going to be enjoying Figaro Mountain Brewing Company beers. All right, so these guys are out of fucking Figaro Mountain. Santa Barbara, maybe? <laughs> Is it? It's probably like Central Coast kind of shit. It's giving me this vibes. Something like that. Oh, you mean like in big letters? In big, bold right, letters in right in the, the front. center of the fucking can? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I see that. It's yeah. Just maybe <laughs> to hint out where they're from. Uh, it says Bruden Can in Buellton, California. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that it's is. Santa Barbara County for probably, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, yeah. It's, it's Santa Barbara adjacent. Builtin, yeah, Builtin, Builtin. <laughs> All right, so um, we are starting off the Figaro Mountain Brewing Company lineup with a fucking shandy, dude. Ah. It's summertime, and the fucking living is easy. Ooh. And whenever it gets around this time of year, it gets really fucking hot. Where where we are, we're in California. We're in the low desert area, approximately in low in Southern California. And it gets really fucking hot here in summer. <sighs> yes, it does. So shandies are always a godsend around this time. Uh, a shandy, uh, as you've maybe, you know, if you heard us go through review beers like this in this style, uh, they're refreshing, they're crisp, they're light, they're something that you could definitely session. And um, we featured some pretty standard ones. And the standard ones are fucking great. Yeah. Right? It's lemonade plus lager. Right, right, right. Can't go wrong. Just if you haven't tried it before, I'd encourage you to make one. Uh, if you if you find one, cool. I'd encourage you to fucking make one. You can make these at home? Oh, absolutely. Just make some lemonade at home and get a fucking lager. And really? Yeah, I recommend like fucking Boston lager, dude. No and shit. Then you just make some fresh lemonade. Lemon, um, you make some, uh, what is this shit called? When you get sugar and water and you boil it and it turns, simple syrup, uh, simple syrup, wow. okay. and, then, and then lemons and the water and boom, you're done. Put some lager in there. You got yourself a shandy. Dude. No shit. Fuck yeah. So um, it's just super refreshing as you can imagine. If you haven't enjoyed it, uh, the style's awesome. And we really haven't seen a lot of people venture too crazily off of the straight and narrow in the style. Right, like we've seen plenty of regular lemonade plus beer. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we've seen one that was like grapefruit plus beer, mm-hmm. and that was cool. But here from Figueroa Mountain, they have a they have a a series of shandies, and the one that we're gonna feature for the first beer of today's lineup <laughs> is the watermelon shandy. Nice. So this is a little weird because. I don't typically think of watermelon as like a citrus. No, um, but it's definitely a summer fruit. It is. Yeah. It's totally a fucking summer fruit. So if we're going along the same logic of like refreshing plus beer. Yeah. 
formula makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little curious. I'm a little intrigued. This thing comes in at a 4.3 ABV. So we're not trying to fucking lay anybody out here with this kind of shit. This is totally a beer that you could just even have like a fucking six pack to the face even over the course of an <laughs> afternoon. Straight up. Like people be fucking six packing to the face with like a Bud Light or like a fucking Michelob Ultra. Oh, I um, fucking love Michelob. Me too, dude. It's I don't know. Something perfect. about it is just. Yeah. It's perfect. It, it is. It's a it's a really perfect, crisp, refreshing beer. Yes, right? it is. Um, dude, you turned me on to Tecate Light. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. And I I hate Tecate. So do I. It's raunchy, bro. It's stanky. Yeah, it's got that raunchy, stanky Mexican thing, like you're walking into TJ or something. <laughs> um, to me, it's the fucking Marlboro Red of be- of, <laughs> of Mexican lagers. Yeah, it's a Marlboro. It's full. F- flavor there's some diehard tecate fans <laughs> they, though, there are i've, yeah. run, I've like known some people have tecate the tecate oh eagle tattooed God. to them oh no like what the <laughs> fuck bro talk about being a diehard like brand alcoholic. fan not alcoholic, <laughs> alcoholic for sure but out of all the fucking beers you're gonna choose tecate that's, no shit, yeah. that's strange you need to live a little man come on <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah dude you turned me on to tecate light i was super skeptical this is years ago yeah. And you're just like, fuck it. It was one of these nights where we were just trying to like grab a six pack and go chill somewhere and fucking just, you know, do this. Yeah. Except we're not recording. <laughs> right. Um, and then it was fucking fabulous. It was magnificent. They're incredible. I don't yep. know what the fuck they do different from Tecate. Yeah. Well, I do know what they do different from Tecate, but. What do they do different? It's not stanky. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't have it's, that stench. It's like, not full fours. Yeah. It's not. It's just this great, light, crisp, refreshing lager. Super balanced, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even argue that if you like Balites, if you're out here fucking drinking Balites and shit, okay. or if you're a fucking redneck and you're out here drinking Bud then... I mean, I started. I grew a liking for Bud Light when I was working at that bar. Yeah. Uh, especially off tap. It's oh, okay. so fucking good off tap. I mean, ideally, you're kind of hard at work, you're sweaty a little yeah. bit, and then you get this fucking nice, cold fucking <laughs> beer off the tap. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah, we finally found found a way to beat water at, <laughs> at being refreshing. Yes. Um, I'd, I'd argue if you drink Bud Light, you would probably like the Catalite way better. Yes, definitely. Right? Yeah. Not, and I don't think a lot of people fucking knowing about that, so here we are. Yeah, I still don't fuck with Budweiser, nor do I fuck with Tecate. But I'll fuck with their light versions of their beer. Totally, dude. Budweiser is um, now a no. It's a big fucking no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's it's dirty. <laughs> it has that kind of like redneck yeah, fucking <laughs> like NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dad connotation. Mullet. Mullets. <laughs> fucking cut off t-shirt mullet, trucker hat. Right, right. <laughs> And then, like, you run into Theo Vaughn, and you're like, that motherfucker is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. He's the Bud Light of the fucking rednecks. He's the Budweiser of the, of, of the rednecks? Yeah, he's, he's the, the Bud, Bud Light? Light to the Budweiser. Totally. So he's... Yes. Yeah. More palatable. More palatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually kind of enjoyable, yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> nice. It's a perfect comparison for him, for Theo. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Theo, if you're <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, we know that Theo Vaughn is a regular listener to he, the fucking yeah, Wasted Content of podcast. Course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just, you know, come on. Theo, just joking around here. All right? <laughs> this is fucking pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to get right into this. We're going to feature the first fucking beer of today's lineup, Figaro Mountain Brewing Company's I want to say it's the Santa Barbara watermelon. I think maybe that's what's going on here. Mm. Um, Santa Barbara watermelon shandy, 4.3% ABV. And this is a lager with watermelon and natural flavors. I already hate your figure on mountain. <laughs> All right. So we have our first beer poured out. God. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we have our first beer poured out, and uh, we're going to lean in for some smelling notes. Yes, sir. All right. Let's see here. I didn't finish pouring. Great. All right. Okay. So I already have something that this is reminding me of immediately. What the fuck? Immediately, Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher Watermelon. I don't get Jolly Rancher, but there's definitely like an artificial watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. I get 100% Jolly Rancher watermelon. So I'm already fucking pissed. I don't like artificial flavors, dude. Maybe it's not. Maybe we've been conditioned to think that it's oh artificial because it's fucking candy. I'm not a fucking but once retard. it's synthesized into like <laughs> shit like this, it changes the chemical structure of... No, I'm give, I give up on it. Okay, so what the fuck? I want to read up about what the fuck natural flavors is. Because almost every fucking packaged processed food item yeah. that we consume mm -hmm. on a daily basis has natural flavors added. Yeah, corn so syrup. I'm just... <sighs> what else? It's like, okay, so that kind of makes it like, oh, this is natural, right? Well, yeah, they're trying to play onto that like gimmick... Of like natural foods, right? Yeah, because that's a big market now. Apparently, I mean the Whole Foods thing, the sprouts. That shit's, that shit's been around for a long fucking time, even before this whole trend of fucking organic and fucking locally sourced and natural all flavors this bullshit. The fucking thing on the goddamn label that the FDA has turned a blind eye to <laughs> for fucking decades. Yeah, that's been here longer than that for sure. Well, okay, but it allows them to do stuff without putting it on the label. Correct. It, so that they could like it's like a proprietary yeah. blend stuff. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Like it's natural flavors. We're gonna tell you what we put on here, shit. so so nobody can steal our secrets. Right. Yeah. I hate that shit. Um, the version that I hate the most of it is I don't buy rubs, fucking marinades, like oh fucking Bobby. Joe's rubs and Texas marinades? style Montreal steak. Okay, see so what you're talking fucking, about. Barbecue. Yeah, rub. I for some reason when you said rub, I pictured like Ben Gay or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Shaquille O'Neal, bro? Marinating yourself in eucalyptus. <laughs> <laughs> um sounds like Shaquille O'Neal. Um, dude, it's um you you grab this shit. So admittingly. There's rubs out there that they, they fucking, they're, they're great. They taste great. Mm. If you're not willing, I make my own rubs. 
I fucking buy the individual spices. I blend them to my fucking liking. If if you don't want to do that, there's plenty of these out there that are going to do the job and you're not going to have to fucking bother. But I've come across some that I like and I'm like, let me see what the fuck's in here. And on the fucking label, it, it for sure, it's like monohydrate, whatever the fuck, yeah. plexi, absolutrate, fucking hexite, wow. whatever, right? That was a lot. <laughs> um, but then it goes spices. It says spices. And it's like, I know you dick. After the list of like fucking <laughs> chemicals, right? Yeah. yeah. After telling you that it's the least um, it's present. It's la- the last most <laughs> Least important ingredient to the spice rub is spices. Everything else is proprietary and you, you can't know because it's a secret. Right. But the least important, the last thing on the ingredient list is spices. I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't sit well, right? I hate that shit, dude. Yeah. It bugs me. I, I'm doing it so I could replicate this. I'm like, okay, I like what you're doing. Let me buy the ingredients and do it myself naturally. Well, maybe that's why they do it because assholes like you try to replicate it. Oh, really? Everybody's out here trying to buy fucking half a pound of fucking smoked paprika. It might mean garlic. Yeah. It is cheaper in the long run. <laughs> exactly. If you do it, it yeah. is. It is way cheaper to produce your own. To yeah, do it yourself. Buy it in bulk. Yeah. Mix yourself. Fuck McCormick. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to let you in on a secret of how it's so cheap. You go to Sprouts, mm-hmm. and then whatever thing that you're putting, because they have like self-serve spice things. Yeah, you get the cheaper version of it. Correct. Right? You write the item number of something that's way cheaper for it. <laughs> and then you go through the self-checkout line so that you don't have to face somebody and lie, kind of lie to them oh, okay. without saying anything. They just, they're kind of scanning, and they're like, yeah, I know that it's not, but who fucking cares? Well, yeah. You know? Um, so I just go through the self-checkout and then I end up buying all of these spices at heavily discounted prices. Thank you, Sprouts. <laughs> so what are you complaining about here? I'm complaining I hate when they, things are artificial, dude. That's what I'm complaining about. Okay. <sighs> that was a long-winded story that went nowhere. I'm sorry. To come back to <laughs> I hate things that are artificial. Like, oh, I make right. my own blends and spices and rubs. <laughs> what? Okay, because we're saying like, oh, natural flavors. Yeah. And then that thing's like spice rub, including spices. It's like, fuck you. I hate that shit. Okay. I don't like it. That's fine. Yeah. I don't like artificial flavors either. Yeah. Um, Although there was a point in time where I got stuck on Laffy Taffy's. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, if anything's artificial... Wonka's artificial. I fucking hate cherry and fucking artificial cherry. I hate fruit flavors artificially. I hate fucking banana. <laughs> That's so fucking. So my favorite Laffy Taffy was banana <laughs> and cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. I hate, especially, I think the most, even runts, I hated the stupid banana. You remember runts? No. You don't remember runts? No. They would be in these little fucking little machines inside whatever market you're in and then you put a little quarter in there and you uh-huh. twist the little knob thingy and it go peem and it give you a handful of these fruit shaped candies oh uh, i remember that i never bought that garbage you never bought it i used to buy fuck it fuck no i hated it. i was like i don't <laughs> eat fruit in real life i'm not gonna eat candy shaped like fucking fruit 
They were fucking <laughs> hard and they were disgusting. Yeah, they were chalky. The in only the thing center. I would eat, I love chalky candy though. Oh, you do? Okay, we yeah, probably like would s- like them. Smarties or those okay. like the dipsticks. I would just oh, eat the stick. Dipsticks are the shit. Yeah. Or those. You like, just eat the stick. What about the powder? Nah, fuck that powder. It's garbage. <laughs> it's all sugar. Um, <laughs> not like my fucking. Not like the stick. Yeah. <laughs> full of nutrients <laughs> and proteins and <laughs> calcium. Um, <laughs> Or those Should fucking like fake cigarettes? Yeah, okay. Oh, I fucking love those fucking fake cigarettes. I actually hated the chalk ones. Um, I liked the bubblegum ones. Ugh, I hated yeah. those bubblegum ones. The bubblegum sucked for sure. Yeah. It was like a bar of fucking like garbage. Clay. Yeah. It was a bar of clay. Like you chewed it like 10 times and the flavor was gone. Yeah, no, I love the yeah. chalky ones. Yeah, I don't like those. It's bullshit. Yeah. They look like Virginia Slims. Yeah, you know what I didn't like about the chalky ones is that they didn't do the smoke effect. They didn't do the smoke they effect. They right. Bullshit. The bubblegum one blew like, out powder, sugar, some yeah, shit. It did. But, yeah. yeah. And that was cool. It was cool. <laughs> I'll give you that. The first time I bought the chalky ones, I expected that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I didn't get it. But I was like, these taste amazing, though. <laughs> Fuck it. It's worth it. How much are the gum ones? Oh, two bucks, and these are 50 cents? <laughs> Give me the 50 cent ones, bro. Yeah, dude, they passed the tax on them. Mm-hmm. You know, Obama passed <laughs> yeah. the tax on them. And then on the now those shits are $2. Gum cigarettes, yeah. So, yeah, and the gum cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Speaking um, of Obama, let's get back to this watermelon <laughs> shandy. <laughs> What? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that was fucking perfect. Oh my god! Let's so let's explain, explain this for a second. No, before what explanation that that speaks for itself? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go Not ahead. the joke, but the the stuff leading up to the joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when we got on here, Anthropos gave me a choice of. What do you want to feature today? Do you want to feature the watermelon one or do you want to feature this mango one? And I said, watermelon. Yes. With the, with following that, I said, because it's, it's letting me be racist. You said it's going to allow me to be it's racist. It's going to allow me to be racist. And I said, it is not. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you an opportunity to be racist. No, and I said, no, it's telling me, be racist, be racist. I'll give you permission. <laughs> so this whole time, Anthropos has been anticipating that fucking black joke. And, there, and it landed with Obama. I'm sorry, Obama. You're, you're a great orator. <laughs> Bubblegum cigarettes are $2 a pack now. Motherfucker. Thanks, Obama. Motherfucker. You remember that? Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Everybody just being like, the country sucks. Thanks, Thanks, Obama. Obama. Nobody's ever done that to another president. That's the only president that everybody's ever been sarcastically thankful towards. Why? No. What the fuck is that? You know what I've seen recently is uh, I did that. Stickers for oh, Biden. Oh, the Biden one? Yeah. All the gas pumps? (laughs) Yeah. My barbershop has it on an announcement. Of they're gonna charge like ten dollars more for a haircut now. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot. And it makes me hate Biden. What the fuck are they using gas to cut hair? <laughs> fucking gas powered fucking clippers. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna find supply chain issues on the hair that's growing out of my fucking head. Ten dollars? <laughs> yeah. What dude. the fuck is this? 
It's highway robbery, I tell you. It's ya. highway fucking That's robbery. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's fucking stupid. It's just like, well, everything costs a lot more. So Everything costs a lot more. And it does. It does. Do it they, does. It does. What supplies do they possibly okay. buy? Okay. So here's the fucked up part about all this, okay? We're going to get into this because I need to drink this beer. Me too, but, but fuck. Okay, just if I could boil it down to fucking the simplest explanation. Yeah. The cost of raw materials for anything, including including plastic, just fucking plastic, anything that has plastic in it has gone through the fucking roof, dude. Okay. So the raw material cost has shot up fucking retardedly. What are they so buying frequently everything. at a barbershop that's going to raise the cost of... of- a, a tub of Suavecito. The tub for that fucking thing, the plastic for it has gone up. So it's not them. It's like the, the, the manufacturers. The manufacturers of everything is... Is, is They're just bumping up the prices. Yeah, buy something cheaper. Stop using Suavecito, some fucking... Instagram brand, fuck off. Okay, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, but it's not gonna like smell like so. It's not gonna. Yeah, then hold, you buy it at home. Hold like, yeah, for sure, totally, I get that, but that's like a service that they do. It's like, all right, I'm finished cutting your hair. Yeah, for, do you want? Then me it's to not. Put, it's they're want, charging you for that service, and it's not. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Okay, yeah, whatever. I mean. I used to frequent a barbershop that would give me beer. They didn't charge me for the fucking beer. Yeah, I know. They never you, charged me for the jelly put on my head. You always tip. They though, charged. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't weren't charging me directly for the. They, they were not for These the guys, gel they or do the that. beer or the fucking. They do that too. The yeah. fucking shampooing of the hair. Oh, these guys don't do that. No, no. Oh, I love the. I love it too. I almost always fall asleep. Of course. <laughs> you do. Of course. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yep. <laughs> I know you're a man, but I don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just fucking laying there and just like being like one second away from just having the deepest, most fucking relaxing. Oh, fuck yeah. Comfortable, safe <laughs> sleep of my life. And then it's like, oh, that's very inappropriate. Yeah. Because I have a heart on. <laughs> the best thing yeah. about being gay <laughs> is not having to question yourself every day. Right, gay for sure. <laughs> when you're getting shampooed by another man and you have an erection, like, you don't have to you. wonder if you're gay or not. Fuck you, dude. But when you're straight, you got to fucking punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be ashamed of your fucking erection. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, we were straying away too far from this beer. Way the fuck far. I don't know that this has happened in a long time where we're just fucking mowing over the first beer. Yeah. Let's get right into it, dude. Cheers. Now that it's like 80 degrees, the beer. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Yeah. Um, whack. <laughs> whack. <laughs> and I say that the way black people say it. Yeah. Whack. Yeah, dude. What the fuck, bro? That is not pleasant. It isn't. That's a um a really ugly artificial evolution. Um the beer has an evolution. I that's way more than I even fucking expected from this beer. 
I did not expect layers to the beer. I expected it to be like very uh, one track. Like here's a bunch of fucking artificial watermelon, you pig. Mm. Uh, but it gives you that for the first few seconds and then goes into this like fucking like super muted everything and then gets this like weird fucking aftertaste. It almost feels like a spice. Like they added some like tahib to the watermelon. Yeah. You know, like they wanted to go that route, the like fucking Mexican candy route. For sure, dude. Yeah. Or like some kind of like fucking michelada-ish kind mm-hmm. of vibe to it. I don't know. It's all over the place and it's all artificial. Yep. Mm. It does not taste like watermelon. It does not taste like a lager. I'm not getting any of the fucking lemonade. No, it, I don't think this one's oh, lemonade. No, it's just watermelon. No, it's just watermelon. Actually, you know what? It feels like an overripe watermelon. You're tripping, bro. You're fucking tripping. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm getting just um, artificial everything from beginning to fucking end. It's bad. It's a mm. bad beer. It it makes me um, want to say if I'm first being introduced to Shandy, it makes yeah. me want to say like I don't fucking like Shandies, dude. For real, Shandies are fucking delicious. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Some yeah. Lugan Shuggles. Yeah, whatever the fuck how you pronounce that, Linen Hugels. Linen Hugels. I think I don't fucking know. We're just saying. Yeah, yeah. might as well. Um, delicious. Found Hell yeah. At your fucking local supermarket, you could get that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, dude, we've had plenty of those and they're great. And this isn't a fucking, this isn't a shandy, dude. It's really effervescent. Yeah. That's my fucking burping. Um, but God damn, dude, that's, that's fucking, ugh. That's not pleasant. That's not refreshing at all. It isn't. It also doesn't help that we let it get to 80 degrees in our fucking glass. That, I mean, for sure. <laughs> shandy should be really fucking cold. Yes. Yeah. Um, but. It's no. not warm. It's it's like no. It's it's still cold. It's, it's teetering cold. on the cold side. Yeah, for sure. Um, <sighs> yeah, dude. I mean, I've got a rating for it already. Go for In it. terms of a shandy, um, dude, fig mountain. What the fuck, man? Uh, go buy a shandy. Go get a German shandy. Oof. You could find them at Bevmo. Go grab one and sit down, crack it open. Have it ice cold on a fucking summer's day and throw the fucking plans to whatever the fuck this is away. Cause Start from scratch, bro. Yeah, dude. It's bad. You need to get to the heart of that beer style. And the heart of that beer style is something that makes you go. Ah. Yeah, you need to give me the heart of the watermelon and not the fucking rind here. For real, dude. Fucking assholes. Yeah, just really kind of really missed the 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 core of what this beer style is um completely and not pleasant uh i think f- for in terms of a shandy i'm i'm going to have to give fig mountain santa barbara watermelon um fuck like a like a like a 2 <laughs> yeah i've never rated anything that low i don't think we've rated anything under 5 no nah, i don't think so dude um i'll, I'll give it a 3 just because I want to give them enough room to like say that there's something that's worse in trying to replicate <laughs> a style, but it's missing the mark heavily. Yeah, and 
off, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> I was going to give it a two, but I'm going to say I could drink this under duress. For sure. Like it, you know, something just to have in between a beer or something. Yeah. Um, Not knowing that it's watermelon and not knowing just maybe someone telling me, oh, it's a shandy. Here you go. Yeah. You know, it's there. It's at the shandy. It's in the proximity of a shandy for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, it's not watermelon. It's not an, a fucking lager, but somewhere in the proximity of, and I'm, I would drink this again. Okay. Just to have something <clears throat> like a palate cleanser, but not something I'm going to pick out. Not something that's, yeah, no, no. This is like, if there's nothing else, if the fucking Tecate and the Budweiser uh, is gone, I'm going to reach for this. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, this gives me the vibe of a beer that is surface panty dropper. Mm. Um, if you see the pack, because this comes in a pack, you're going to see all these like vivid flavors, yeah. colors, and you're going to be like, oh shit, watermelon, mango, lemonade, holy fuck. And for sure, if you're trying to get laid or you're like on a first date with some bitch, you're trying to give her some cool beer, this is going to be like, oh my God. And then no. as soon as she tastes it, she's going to be like, yeah. yeah. Or maybe she'll be like, meh, it's okay, I guess. It doesn't have the panty dropper effect. No. It has the look. This has more of a Bill Cosby feel to it. <laughs> um, uh, dude, it's like a fucking. Not because of the watermelon asshole. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think I just got this, like, imposter panty dropper syndrome happening with this fucking <laughs> yeah. beer, dude. Yeah. Imposter panty dropper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's got that shit going on yeah, for Yeah, like, me. fake cool guy at the party. Totally. You know, like, the other panty droppers we featured? Yeah. Let's just say, like, a froze from Kings. Oh. If a bitch cracks that shit open and she drinks it, panty drop. Yeah. Boom. If she loves peanut butter. The effect. I mean, they have a million other froses that yeah. don't include that. So there's fucking a million out there, dude. They 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 just keep fucking cranking them I out. No, I've I've seen their page. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, it has it. It does it. It nails it. Yes, it does. It, this is not gonna do it. Um, and actually, because of that, because of the imposter panty dropper effect, two. I'm giving them a two. Fuck it. Yeah. This. What it does is it adds a chastity belt <laughs> to the vagina. <laughs> you can like hear the vagina drying up <laughs> as they're drinking it. <laughs> Ew, this guy fucking likes gross beer. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Uh yeah. two for me. Don't Fuck be it. don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Two for you, too? Two for me. Fuck, Fuck it. it. Yeah. The lowest rated beer of the fucking project. It's disappointing. It had so much potential. I think it met its potential. I think Shandies it, I think are hard you, to fuck no, up. No, I think you met its potential. I met its potential? Yeah. The, um, the reason why you picked it. I'm glad you picked it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we had the mango one off mic. 
<laughs> yes, we did. It was just about the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was just about the same. Uh, we had it a lot colder, so it was, and it felt a lot more effervescent, but the flavors right. were just about the same. So, I mean, yeah, it worked for, for a couple of jokes here and there. <laughs> yes. Um, that's all it really did. Um, <laughs> I think it introduced like a very mild dose of alcohol into our systems, which well, is cool. Yeah. But um, let's move on to a beer that's like actually going to be a fucking beer. Okay. I hope. Hopefully. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to move on to the second beer from Figueroa Mountain. This is the Lizard Mouth Imperial IPA. Uh, Central Brew Company, Coast. It's Central Coast, California. Oh, stupid Figueroa Mountain Brew Company, Central yeah. Coast, California. No, I mean that shitty design. I'll give you that. That yeah. shitty design. It really is. <laughs> uh, this comes in at nine percent ABV. Fuck yes, we're fucking bumping it right up, dude. Twice the ABV and then some. Yes, sir. There's not much of a read here. There's a fucking lizard, a very colorful lizard. I figured you'd like that, the no read. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Got him better. You have. It's only been 106 episodes, and I've gotten <laughs> slightly better. Um, it helps that we're not shit-faced when we begin the pro- the recording. That helps. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. All right, man. Let's go with the pour. Beer's poured out. Yes, sir. It's looking nice and clear. It is. Like an IPA. Looks like a fucking West Coast IPA, dude. Yes, it does. Fuck yeah. I'm used to seeing IPAs all hazy and murky and foggy and (laughs) all this other stuff. It's nice to come back to something normal. Always, always, always. Um, Especially like just... Uh, with how oversaturated we always say it oversaturated the market is with that mm-hmm. and it's great it, of course you know we we came around we fucking love it um but it's always it's always nice to just come back to this um it is central coast and i want to say when you think of west coast style ipa uh, a lot of times you're just going to default to like southern california san diego yep uh you're always going to go to that hub of brewing companies that that really created that uh, that that fucking trademark uh, flavor profile, but I want to say Central Coast has never been too far behind. It's where we get our greats from uh, Lagunitas, Petaluma, California. Uh, we have fucking Russian River with Pliny, um, Blind Pig. You know we have Central Coast, Santa Rosa, California. Um, we have brewing companies from the Central Coast that have been doing their their own. Uh, they've been holding their own uh, with uh, IPAs. So Figueroa Mountain Brewing Company, you're making an Imperial IPA and it's nine percent. Uh, I want to see. I want to see how Central Coast does Imperial IPA uh, from Fig from Fig Mountain. I want to see what they do. Let's see what we got here. Let's do it. Oof. Nice. Yes, sir. Bright, vibrant. Um, 
the the head has some staying power to it. It's it's hanging out. It's like big frothy, like fucking latte esque. Yeah, yeah. I think we haven't mentioned this in a while, but it it looks like what beer looks like on television. It's been or a movies. minute. Yeah, it's been a minute since we had a beer that looks like a a beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Totally. This looks like something that Homer Simpson would sip on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You down? Cheers. Let's do it. Cheers. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that first sip, just, I think I tasted it about three separate times. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's nice. Oh, yeah. That's nice. It feels like Figueroa is already doing something here with their beers. Experiencing this and experiencing their Shandy, yeah. where a lot of their flavors are kind of muted, mm-hmm. but it works beautifully here. Yeah, completely. Um, you're getting a lot of the hop aroma, bitterness, bite, but it's very, very balanced and subtle here. I love the sweetness. Um, whatever malting process they've gone through for this has given us this big frothy latte-esque head and has also provided the perfect amount of sweetness to accompany that, that solid malt or hop backbone, Mm -hmm. right? Great balance. Nine percent yet still... Refreshing and crisp and bright. I was ready to shit on Figueroa altogether. Yeah. But this showing here is is quite incredible. It's quite unique. It it's, is. It's a little bit of a diversion from the West Coast style specifically because usually you're expecting a lot more dankiness, a lot more hoppy right. bite, a um, lot more resonant. But it's here, but it's, it's just balance perfectly with that malty sweetness and if it wow i really i really wish that fig mountain was telling us what hops were used with this because it is a very very distinctly different blend of hops from the traditional fucking simcoe mosaic citra yes you know like anywhere and within this little trifecta of like the most common hops you're going to find in a west coast style ipa mm-hmm. it, it is a divergence from that and it's done so with a hop that for me comes off as a little bit fruity it's like just got this like nice like fruit juiciness not in the way that like uh another hop might invoke tropical juice or stone fruit juice it's not that it's just this like i don't know dude um it's kind of just like a, a very uh, standard like fruit juice sweetness to it. I can't even fucking pinpoint where the fuck that's coming from. <laughs> like not like a fruit juice, but like a standard fruit juice. <laughs> All right, so I guess fruit juice, um, stone fruit, fruit juice for me. Um, if bit. I were to compare this to anything, it'd be like a white peach, like Ooh. a white peach kind of grape, like a green white like a white grape is it a white grape or is it a green grape the fuck how the fuck you refer to those 
The one that's green. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like a white grape. Green. White peach grape. Yeah. I think it's green when they use the skin mm-hmm. and then white when they don't. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's kind of the juice um, mm-hmm. profile that, that it's giving me. I can see that. There's yeah. a little bit of a grape. There's also like a very subtle hint of apple. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. It's just like an underlining okay. tone. It feels like an apple juice mm-hmm. cider mm-hmm. with some hop here. That's a really good call out. It is very, it's it's definitely like this like apple juice kind of feel to it. Yeah. Totally. But it's the fruit fruit juice. Like that's what, like <laughs> what I wanted to avoid saying was like regular fruit. <laughs> like everybody's going to be like, what the fuck is regular fruit? Well. I don't know, like a fucking apple. Yeah. Everybody knows an apple. Everybody's had a fucking apple. Yeah. Just look at a, <laughs> look at a fucking Art 101 <laughs> student's painting of fruit. That's what it is. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. That's basic fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or go to West Hollywood and you can see a basic fruit there too. But that's a different type of fruit. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, no, I mean, all of this to say the hop profile is really cool here. <laughs> yes, it and is. And I wish I knew what hops these were. That always adds to the experience, especially on this level of enjoying craft beer. Uh, but you kind of just love to know what the fuck is in there. I just want to know what the fuck you put in there. Mm-hmm. That, and, and it, like, makes sense. And then, like, I get to experience it elsewhere. Next beer, another yeah. beer, yeah. And then get you, to call it out. Yeah. yeah, you run into the same hop, and then you yeah. start recognizing what that hop is bringing to the beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate that a lot of brewing companies are kind of, they want to do that like natural flavors or proprietary yeah. blend stuff to yeah. their beers. And it's just like, why? Why? The part of enjoying this craft beer is knowing and like being in the fucking, the the circle, the inner circle of totally. what is going on. Absolutely. A hundred percent. There's never going to be a Cicerone that comes up to you or... I mean, not even to that level of enthusiast that's going to come to you and going to be like, oh, man, I could really taste the natural flavors in here. (laughs) Yeah, no. That's never going to happen. Oh, I could taste the fucking monohydrate fucking plicoxymonase. Well, there might be some, actually. Okay, that's actually probably (laughs) very Cicerone, actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they would say shit like yeah. that. Um, no, I mean, overall, this Imperial IPA, it, they nailed it. And I think they're doing it in a really cool style. It's unlike any other IPA or Imperial IPA I've ever had. I love this like fruit juice kind of deal that it's got. The crispness, the finish is perfect. It's it's It doesn't cut off too shortly. Everything's fine. It's a great Imperial IPA. Yeah. 9%. 9%. Fucking A. Holy it's, shit. It's it's uniquely its own thing, but also reminiscent of the West Coast style. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't stray too far from that, mm. which is great seeing something from the West Coast, Central West. Yeah. Not stray too far, but do its own thing here. Totally, dude. Um, ever since we've called out these fruit notes, I'm getting them with every sip, mm-hmm. and it's making the beer that much more enjoyable. Um, I've got a rating for this. Um, what about you, dude? I want to hear what you got. I'm going to give this an 8.5. Nice. Um, I want to go higher, but I think they can do better. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, 
what would be a good adjunct here? I don't even know what the fuck we can add to this that's going to make it maybe a dry hop a little bit. Yeah. Add a little bit more of that hop varietal because it is a little muted here, but it's great overall. I'm going to go with the 8.5 as well. I want to grade it higher, but I feel like in the category of Imperial IPA, we've just had so many, and there's yeah. been so many that have pushed boundaries and um, have done something very, very specifically intentionally unique. Um, and this one's not doing that. It's not trying to. It's just an Imperial IPA, and but it's doing it very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say if there's anything that I would add to this, if you can somehow get a hop that's going to taste like natural cherry, I think that would be like the greatest addition to whatever the fuck's happening here. Yep. Um, I mean, I know that people are fucking making beer with cherries in them already. Yeah. So that's my idea of how this could get better. Um, apple juice, peach, white peach juice, white grape juice, cherry. It turns into this like fruit punch kind of deal. Um, yeah, 8.5 for me. Yeah, 8.5 for me. Yeah. Fuck yeah, solid, dude. I want to rate it higher. I do want to rate it higher. But yeah. like you mentioned, it's not pushing a boundary. It's not. It's it's uniquely its own, but it's not pushing anything. It's not bringing anything new to the table except maybe that apple. But That's nice. Yeah. Fucking 8.5 is solid for Figueroa Mountains. Uh, Figueroa Mountain Brewing Company's second showing. Uh, we're going to get right into the first topic, and we have a fucking awesome bomb coming up at the end of this. I brought this up before. We brought this up before. We grew up very poor. Yeah, totally. It's the only thing we fucking talk about, really. No, dude. It's a fucking <laughs> trauma we're never going to get over. Correct. We're poor in our hearts. This is a fucking issue here. You know, we can make a million dollars, which we've never actually seen in our lives yet. No. But... Still. Poor in our yeah, hearts. Totally. Poor. Still going to be fucking playing the poor card. Of course. <laughs> well, I grew up in a trailer park. I used to be poor. Yeah. I'm going to ah. jump into my Mercedes and fucking woe is me that I grew up in a trailer park all gonna, the way home. I'm going to eat these Wagyu burgers <laughs> cry about being poor when I was young. <laughs> Drink fucking Burby County lineups. <laughs> so we like patting ourselves on the back for being poor. Totally, yeah, no. Like you guys will never be humble like I am. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and here's another <laughs> impoverished tale from my childhood. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting outside my trailer washing my mother's car. And there was this guy who frequented my neighbor. He was a regular visitor of my neighbor. My neighbor being a prostitute. And you never you never told me? Fuck. Well, she wasn't. <laughs> There's like different grades of prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Wolf of Wall Street labeled it best. Oh, was like man. Blue chip, penny stock, and like. You know, he, he uses the stock system to grade the levels of prostitutes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just watched a little bit of that movie oh, it's at so my barber shop. It's so good. I loved it. It's so good. You know, the only thing I watched, I watched like the first like 20 minutes of it. Okay. And like that has that stupid scene where 
that shit. But it's like cocaine. Just do cocaine, and everybody's doing cocaine. Everybody's doing cocaine. Look at everybody do cocaine. It gets so much better than that. It's so much better than look at everybody do cocaine. No, but the great part about it was look at everybody doing cocaine and how successful they are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And how persuasive and command commandeering of their destiny they are. Fuck, that shit was exhilarating. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what this movie did? Mm. It came out just at the right time because did, Robin Hood bro. was a thing right at the right mm. moment. And it made everybody believe that yep. they're going to fucking become millionaires and movie stars off fucking Robin Hood. You're looking and it at turned one everybody into fucking assholes. <laughs> For the past fucking three years, everybody's been an asshole because they think totally. they're going to fucking be a millionaire because <laughs> totally. of fucking Wolf of Wall Street. And, and everybody's like talking their like stupid talking about stocks low and level. projections and fucking bullshit when <laughs> fucking they don't realize calls. that the stock market is playing 4D chess with these stupid <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. Uh, totally. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Fucking invested totally. into Bitcoin so, at forty thousand oh, dollars and it ow, crashed ow. to fucking sixteen. No, dude, dude. Ah! dude, sorry. Fuck, dude. It was a buy when it was at sixty. I know. When it was all time highs, I know. there was people fucking throwing Frantic. money at it because, oh my god, it's gonna be fucking triple or quadruple. This JP Morgan bought at sixty, bro. I actually do <laughs> love. So I'm one of these retards. I've been a, kind of about it. Yeah. I was really about it for like five, six months. Yeah, there's recordings of this. <laughs> yeah. And then I've just like slowly watched all of my money disintegrate. So did everybody. And, and just fucking fall like sand. And now nobody's talking about stocks hands. for some reason. Yeah, which is stupidly <laughs> the time to talk about stocks because everything is at an all-time right. low. So buy. Buy and now. Then, but that's the fucking thing is nobody has money anymore. Well, that's the trick. That's, <laughs> that's I don't have any more money. That's the trick. That's where they get you. The people with money are going to let it fucking drop and let all the, all the stupid people lose their money. And then they're going to fucking scoop everything up at an all-time low and let it fucking come up. And then sell it to the stupid people again at $40,000. Dude, um, I do like that, though. I do like I hedge it. funds being destroyed because of this. This has happened. Like the GameStop I thing. I guess. And then, like, also... Um, yeah. Fucking. What like, the fuck happened with that? All they did was add regulations to the fucking. Yeah, totally. To the consumer, <laughs> not to yeah, the fucking totally. hedge funds. <laughs> like, that, I mean that those there was hedge funds that folded because of this. One, and it was like yeah. it was like um, it was like kicking a fucking giant in the shin. Yeah. And the giant. Um, the giant goes, oh, yeah. hey, homies, back me up. <laughs> it's like, I just beat Goliath. No, and then you realize you Goliath has a family. <laughs> and you're just lone David with the slingshot. Yeah, dude. Trying to oh, fucking fuck. beat 50 giants instead of one. Totally. You brought one down to his knees. Congratulations. No. There's the other 50 that are fucking there with shields now. It was just one. There's there's fifty other giants with fucking <laughs> knee pads now ready to fucking <laughs> to fuck your stupid stone. Fucking just fifty giants with helmets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> they have helmets? Yeah. <laughs> Also because they're giants. And also because of the guy in seventh grade that we used to wear a helmet because he used to hit his head against the water fountain every time he drank water. 
He would walk around with welts on his forehead. It was oh, awful, dude. dude. It yeah. was so awful. awful. Yeah. I was so happy the day they put a helmet on him. I'm like, how has nobody fucking thought of this before this? I've watched this guy hit his head for a fucking year up against a fucking porcelain water fountain and never leave a fucking dent on the fountain. And... Now you think of helmets? <laughs> what a time to be alive. I know. Innovative. <laughs> Dude, we lived through the innovation of protecting these people. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Interesting. Also, the internet happened. <laughs> people started recording him hit his head on the fountain. <laughs> and realize there might be some lawsuits coming. Yeah, and, and they put like funny music to it and sound effects. There's <laughs> always like Looney Tunes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Somebody Here put a are. sticker on his helmet that said Acme. <laughs> <laughs> so, where the fuck? What the fuck? How did we get here? How did we get here? Okay. <laughs> Impoverished tales from Ozzy Mendes. Oh yeah, let's yeah. not forget about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm like 11 years old or some shit. I'm standing outside my fucking trailer, fucking spraying down my mom's car with the fucking water hose, trying to fucking wash it, make it look nice, you know, but fucking polishing a turd. Um, and this guy pulls up, who again used to frequent the neighbor, but apparently she was busy this day, so he had to fucking wait outside and wait for his fucking turn. <laughs> as he was sitting there he turned over to me he goes hey young man how would you like to make five dollars today you can wash my car fuck yeah okay. and even at the time i remember thinking like what the fuck are you doing bro what are you doing i didn't say it because i was a little bitch but i, was, I thought it like what are you doing I get, I know what you're doing here, but what are you doing talking to me? Yeah. Um, you roll up in your little fucking Mercedes fucking Benz, trying to fuck this bitch because you're away from your fucking wife or whatever. You're in a high stress fucking job. <laughs> and you're trying to absolve the sin you're about to commit by giving to the less fortunate. You're what offering a, me $5. What a nice guy. $5 as if I didn't fucking value my fucking time i sat there for a fucking hour washing my mom's car trying to polish this fucking turd and he's gonna offer me five dollars to wash his car fuck you i know i'm in a fucking poor neighborhood i know i'm mexican but i got fucking papers bitch <laughs> i got papers i got papers <laughs> i know what my time is worth it's not worth five dollars for sure for sure i mean washing a car is a whole ordeal fuck that it's a whole fucking Make you you can make an afternoon of it, you know. Fuck yeah, five dollars. Get the fuck. I know that's not what you're gonna pay for fucking fifteen minutes in there. Mm-mm. You know, mm. that's at least fifteen bucks in there. Oh, fuck. Considering the, the the lady that was in there. Uh, <laughs> fucking, that's a deal, dude. <laughs> I don't know, and I just it, it just it felt ugly that transaction. And yeah. I, I just wonder what the fuck she felt getting <laughs> fucked while this guy was <laughs> literally yeah. literally getting literally. fucked while he was out here trying to fuck me in the meantime. 
He's getting used, getting, like, absolving his fucking sins by fucking contributing to the f- fucking less fortunate, which was you me. Know, you know, that's that's actually um really fucked up on your end. Why? Like, you're a dick on this. In this story. How? <laughs> in this story, like, you're fucking. You're I don't want to suck the priest's dick. <laughs> he had blue balls. It hurts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't give him the good deed of the day. No, fuck so, him. I, I know. You didn't do that because, because you could have given him license for what he was about to do, right? Right. Like he was about to do something immoral. Well. He frowned upon. Frowned upon. Right? Yeah. A taboo. Uh, he was about to do that. And he gave you the opportunity to, to, to be allow- Jesus. <laughs> Uh, to allow him to do a good deed for him to merit the hooker that he was about to fuck, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the way that the human mind perceives it, apparently. Apparently? Apparently? Apparently. Apparently. The human mind perceives it this way. Um, there's, like, fucking... Uh, uh, there's experiments with fucking human beings, real human test subjects where they give them an opportunity to be a good person. And if they take it, they exhibit behaviors of like selfishness right after directly, immediately right after there's there's within the same test. There's also the opportunity to be a good person. You pass it up. And then the next very next thing that you're presented with that allows you to be a good person. These people take that opportunity. It's like set up in like uh, fucking cleaning up trash and giving money to beggars kind of format. And I, I could, I could you know, be descriptive about it, but yeah. fuck that. Well, fuck that. <laughs> it, I get the gist of it. Like, yeah, you okay, get the so gist of it. You get an opportunity to do a good deed. And if you do the good deed in the experiment, you're less likely to do a good deed outside of it. Right. right. That's and it. if you're, you you're, don't do it in an experiment, then you're more likely to do it outside of the experiment. Um, I, they didn't call it this and I don't know that any, um, a fucking, uh, psychologist or f- fucking person that actually has a right to, uh, 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 pine uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, with their opinions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I want to call it like, um, moral exhaustion. I want to call it that. Okay. I feel like the phenomena deserves a name of itself and moral I feel exhaustion like, yeah moral exhaustion like just you've already done the good deed for the day you've already been a good person so now i get this fucking blank check to do whatever the fuck it is that is going to be selfish and self-serving that like, sounds i, I want to give it a different name it sounds more like a karmic enforcement Ooh, okay oh nice right i like that one yeah yeah, totally. I haven't done the good deed for today, so I'm going to do one later. I already did it. It's done. Fuck everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. You've, Fuck. you've done your karma for the day. For sure. Yeah. I ate a vegetable. Now I get to fucking have 10 oh, beers. Kit-Kats. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. Um, 
There's another thing called uh, decision fatigue, right? Oh, shit. There is. That's kind of like on the borderline oh, with I, that yeah, type I'm, of deal. I think I know this. It's like when you're... Um, when you're faced with so many different decisions and so many different variables, your mind has trouble processing all of this. So you actually do nothing. Is this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You actually do nothing. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. Yet the whole, the whole experiment is just like you wake up, you have to choose what you're going to eat for breakfast. You have to choose what clothes you're going to wear. You have to choose what shoes you're going to fucking put on. You got to choose what route you're going to take to work. And by the time you get to work, you've made so many fucking decisions yeah. that you're fucking useless. <laughs> basically, you know, there, there's like, and your mind becomes fatigued of making these decisions. And you, you're just like, you're, everything is just like, no, at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, I mean, I, <sighs> Big time tech people believe in this fucking Bill Gates and all these fucking people, which yes. is why they wear the same outfit every day. Because That's right. They don't want to exude the mental energy to pick out the outfit for tomorrow. No shit. Yeah. I remember when I was young and I was poor because mm-hmm. we were poor when we grew up. So <laughs> if you really, <laughs> if the listeners don't know yet, <laughs> um, I remember even from a young age, my mom pointing that out. That specific trait of um wealthy people because obviously as um an immigrant from central america in the 90s and the early 2000s my mother worked for wealthy people of course so um i remember her just being like fuck these people wear the same shirts and the same pants and the same shoes every day and the shirt and the and the shirt and the shoes they all look like shit it looks like shit like, the shoes are all worn and tattered and, like, worn down and shit. And, like, what the fuck is wrong with these? And then I remember her always following that up yeah. with, and that's why they're rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I don't give a shit about all this other, like, fucking stupid petty bullshit and materialism or whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, all the fucking, like, that. Louis Vuitton, Gucci shit is, uh-huh. is marketed to the poor people for sure. Totally. Like you have to be trashy to want to have the word juicy written across your ass. That's always nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice, but even if it's nice for me, it's always juicy. And that makes me think of swamp ass. It always does it. It always does it. It always does it. Even if it's good. Yeah. It does it in my mind and my mind goes there and then it (laughs) automatically is no good. Okay. And it sucks. It's really sad. It ruins a lot of good asses for me. Those well, track pants. Yeah. They ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have like this decision fatigue, this fucking, this like moral fucking karmic balance bullshit. Um, how much of that is really free will? Oof, okay. Like your, your decision to make, the decision during the experiment that you're gonna you're gonna be un what is it unselfish okay is it because you're primed to be unselfish in the experiment do they prime these people differently or is it just a real true decision that they make throughout the day um the way this the specific um experiment that we're that we're talking about is set up is it has at least three separate opportunities to go either way. Mm. And the majority really does correlate. Um, if you if you passed on the first 
um, opportunity to be a good person. You volunteer to be a good person on the next opportunity. And if you were a good person on the first one, you pass on the next one. Like, it, it, there was a lot of test subjects. And and they all exhibited this this kind of, like, um, already expected kind of behavior. At, at a certain point in the test, you're, you're just like, yeah, and then you're going to fucking do that. And it... Uh, it was fucked up because I, I mean, I could identify all of the times that I've done this myself immediately, like when being presented this and it made me start to kind of think about something we've discussed here and there, something that's kind of like amorphous and, um, it, it's like, a um, ethereal kind of subject. Um, but it made me start to question free, free will. No. Um, fuck. It. Uh. It, I. I kind of went down into like a little rabbit hole. Yeah. With <laughs> with myself, and you know, started thinking about um where it is that I am, where I find myself, uh, universally speaking, and it. I. I. It made me really totally, uh, kind of narrow down. And I think I'm at the camp that states, uh, so this is the way that I'll put it. It's, are you free and evil or are you blameless but hopelessly enslaved? Yeesh. Right? One of them gives you the, like, reprieve of saying i'm i'm just a product of my fucking um uh what what is this uh environment i'm just a product of my stimulus throughout my existence okay and it leaves you blameless right if that's the way that you're going to justify it if that's the way that you're going to frame it yeah, the Nazi defense. <laughs> I was just following orders. <laughs> yeah, from my synapses and from my subconscious. Mm. It's the it's the Nuremberg defense, Nuremberg defense for your brain and for your fucking for your primitive pa- Paleolithic brain. You know, mine, <laughs> all of ours, <laughs> including yours, doesn't absolve you. It absolves you too. Me. You too. It absolves me. <laughs> Um, or, or is it the other one? Is it, I control my destiny. I am in fucking total control of everything that happens and all of my decisions are my own and, um, all of my decisions have led to, uh, um, overall, let's call it, uh, evil. (laughs) I've made selfish decisions. Okay. I don't, I don't think. Evil decisions make a person evil. Okay. Right? Uh, fucking, um, there's this like fucking, I love Deadpool. Mm. There's this quote from Colossus who's trying to teach Deadpool to be a hero. He goes, you, you're not, uh, four or five moments, he, he tells him. You get these moments in life where you, you make a conscious decision of what you're going to do, whether you're, it's going to be good or bad. Uh, you're not born evil. You're not. You're not, 
You don't wake up evil. You don't brush your teeth evil. You don't go to work evil. Yeah. There's just moments in your life that you make a decision and that doesn't, your decisions really, I mean, they kind of constitute who you are at they, the at the end of the completely, day. Completely. Come on. Kind of. <laughs> not fully. Okay. Because right. I don't think it's either or. It's not either free and evil or blameless and enslaved. I think it's somewhere okay. in the middle of both. Right. Um, you are a product of your environment. It's almost that like nature nurture question it too. It's very, very um, symmetrical with that kind of um, debate. Yeah. That discussion. It's absolutely like, are your decisions because of your genetics or because of your environment? The decisions you've made, what you, who you've become essentially. I think, I think this brings like, I don't know if I'm like maybe um, think like overthinking this, but I think this brings a third player into the arena of the nature versus nurture. Even, um, I'm like hearing you try to like, or not, not try to, but I, I'm hearing you like make this analogous to the nature versus nurture. And I'm thinking, fuck, nature and nurture are both the things that are the negation of free will. And the free will is a thing of its own outside of nature versus nurture. Nature, nurture, Completely. or free will? Yeah, dude. It's a third player in the arena. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Like, is it genetically prescribed or is it because of your environment that you've made these decisions or is it because you just want to be fucking evil today? <laughs> you know? Uh, give me the fucking choice. Don't fucking leave it up to fucking my environment and the things that I've seen and encountered and experienced. That's Don't leave it up to my fucking genetics. Which is like this like fucking like written code inside of me that's fucking that makes up my being and my 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 physical being. I, I'm encrypted with this shit. Don't do that. Give me the fucking choice, right? I I govern. You do have that right? choice. I govern my immediate surroundings and my body. Yeah, you right? do have that choice. Autonomy? You do have that autonomy. Yes, you are influenced by your environment. Yes, you're influenced by your genetics. Yeah. But ultimately, it's up to you whether you're going to go into that or not. There you go. And you decide. The final step, let's call it. Yeah. Weighing out the fucking pros and the cons. Pros, cons, what option A is, what option B is, and now what option C is. Why the fuck is the thing that is most immediately satisfying the thing that's the most pleasant and calling, right? To like human... Um, to the human experience, right? I'm, I don't think that I'm going to find anyone out there that is able to argue that, that the, the option that is the most immediately satisfying and most importantly, gratifying yeah. is always the one that's most attractive. Because the other one takes work. Right. Because the other one takes effort. Correct. The other one takes a conscious decision yeah. to not give in to your innate desires most base needs more base desires yeah yeah i'm not gonna rape that woman today (laughs) fuck i mean is that that, a socially conscious thing that's socially pressured thing that that is an example that's completely shocking but completely true a, a completely controversial take on this subject and um honestly i fucking love it I don't know that this subject 
is explored and probed to this extent. Yeah, no. Um, I, I hear a lot of conversations in like the uh, philosophy community. I feel like I hear this. Um, uh, uh, I hear comedians dabbling with this, and this is right in the center of that. There's jokes fucking writing themselves as we speak about this, <laughs> but that is a fucking base reptilian paleolithic club over the fucking head instinct caveman motherfucking basic instinct and i think that's a really good premise for discussing um the fucking uh let's discuss this fucking um let's try to be objective about this right about human behavior yeah and natural base desire desires and shit and free will um fuck right holy shit i know like fucking rape Ooh, it's such a fucking taboo subject you're not allowed to fucking talk about this but that is like you mentioned it's like the most basic primal desire that we have as males even right let's forget the female species but like males in general want to procreate by any fucking means it's written into our code fucking neanderthals were banging <laughs> fucking women over the head to fuck to fuck them right rape has been a thing in our fucking culture since the fucking existence of fucking man i'd like to coin a term for it what's that i'd like to call it rape culture <laughs> never no? heard that okay no never okay, heard no. that yeah okay no yeah <laughs> bad bad choice bad choice okay it's not even it's that's not, terrible i don't know like okay there is that connotation that rape culture thing right that everyone's been uh, uh painted as something so taboo that you're not allowed to joke about it you're not allowed to talk about it you're yeah, not allowed to completely even mention the word rape in any dude conversation totally one of the most like blacklisted um uh, subjects um in any kind of platform yeah um anything that you could think of like i'm just like religiously um comedically fucking seriously nobody wants to have a conversation about no. it it, it's it's obviously because it's ugly it's one of the most ugliest like killing like killing's another one this is another fucking extreme human behavior i, I actually think killing is a lot easier to joke about than <laughs> totally raping women 100 <laughs> right uh, yeah it's, it gets really convoluted when the fucker rapes and then kills her Ugh. and then even worse when he kills her and then, and then rapes her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking joke, you fucking prude. God damn it, come on. <laughs> I think only we find that funny. For real, um, fuck. Right. But yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a conscious decision, but the question is whether it's socially determined by envi- our environment because it's frowned upon now, or is it a conscious decision of free will that we are deciding not to be evil today. I, I love, I love the, um, the olive branch, uh, completely love the olive branch, olive branch that you're extending and I'll take it. Um, I, I do agree. I do agree that even though you can make conscious decisions to be evil and that you have been evil or that, you have done evil things or you've done things that have been perceived as evil all of these things um i i agree i that you're not that doesn't make you evil Mm. fucking love that 
um, just this whole fucking um, very, very um, laden topic of our ability to fucking, uh, what, what is it? Like, before you die, you just fucking, uh, you pray, right? You pray, and you get this, like, fucking absolvement. And, I mean, we're talking about um, uh, absolvement of uh, whatever wrong deed you're going to fucking do, right? Yeah. Um, like, you get that shit by, like, there's hope, right? It gives you hope. Um, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. I love the idea that man can change, that people can change, right? Even though, like, this is, these are the decisions that I've taken before, and I have a fucking history of it. I can, I can change that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It does, it does present that, like, very little tricky fucking uh, free will uh, argument and introduces that into into the into the fucking discussion um but yeah i love it there's hope because you didn't rape any women today there's i didn't i didn't do that <clears throat> how many actually, times did you want to today <laughs> is the question like two or three times okay that's it yeah <laughs> just two or three times um I was at the supermarket, and if it had been like probably like three hundred thousand years ago, yeah, I would have grabbed a stick and I would have hit her on the head with it, mm. and then I would have procreated. Yeah, you know, but it's not. It's like three three hundred thousand years later. So I and just, we're out of sticks. <laughs> we're not out of sticks. We're not out of we're, sticks. No, dude. I just put the fucking cucumbers and the fucking garlic. And um, like the fucking now the stick is money into the shopping cart, yeah. And then I just paid for them and I walked out of the supermarket. That's what happened. That doesn't sound like there's any sticks around. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could have found something if I was looking for it, you know. Yeah, but it just you know it's not it's not a thing. No, it's not socially acceptable. It's not a thing yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm a good person. It's frowned upon. And I'm I'm a good person <laughs> for identifying the fact that it's frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> and not and not going into my base instincts. That yeah. makes me a good person. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's that's where free will lies, right? Uh specifically in overcoming your base instincts. Your this like I don't know. We mentioned off mic, like, woe is me. I'm a man. This is what I have to fucking deal with every day. Yeah, you it's, don't know what I have to fucking deal with. Fucking conscious, constant battle in my head whether I'm going to rape you or not. <laughs> and it sounds fucking absurd and disgusting. And if you're a man, you know what the fuck exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And if you if you say no, stop fucking lying to yourself. No shit. Um, let me make this um, relatable on another term. Um. Mm. And and if I said this without knowing about the phenomenon, I would feel strange about it. But it's something about the void, the calling of the void. You've heard this? <laughs> no. No. Ahead. Sorry. Okay. It's just, I'm thinking of something else. Okay. And it relates completely to this, but go ahead. Okay. Um, the calling of the void. Yeah. To me, this whole... Okay. Like I said, as soon as we like went into this, I, I immediately um, recoiled a bit. Yeah. And I said, this is controversial and... 
um it, it's it's frowned upon and it's it's not spoken uh, it's not spoken about lightly but there there's a conversation to be had about it um i'm gonna try to make this relatable in another controversial sense the calling of the void you ever been standing on the top of a fucking very tall building and a high rise jump and it goes jump <laughs> yeah of course and it goes what, what would, would happen, happen if, if i, I jumped? jumped of course the calling of the void yes have you ever been um, stuck on the side of the freeway because your car broke down or you had a flat? What if I get hit right now? What if I go into the traffic? That too. What if I go into the... There's just fucking cars <laughs> going 80 <laughs> miles an hour. What would happen? Yep. If I walked into traffic. And I'm saying that as someone who is... Um, not in the best mental health for sure, <laughs> but I've had this thought all my life. I remember being a fucking child and having this "what if," and yeah, I absolutely. always, I always nurtured it as this exploration of reality, mm. of the what ifs of all of daily life, not only breakfast or shoes or clothes or transit route. Just everything. The possibilities of everything. Mm. And this like fucking multiverse fucking ideas of everything that could happen was always something that my brain enjoyed exploring. Yeah. Even the dark shit. Of course. Even the fucked up shit. That's where this comes from. And I hope that that makes it relatable because the phenomena of the calling of the void is something that is documented hmm. and a fucking psychological study. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's not that we're going around wanting to rape women every day. <laughs> right, right, it, right, it's, right. Um, I forget what the fucking name of the fucking series is, but it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's a Nick Crow series. You're familiar with Nick Crow? Um, probably. He's he's a comedian. He looks like he's fucking Jewish as fuck. Okay. Bright blue eyes or green eyes? I forget what the fuck it is. I've um, probably seen him. Okay, he he was on um, that one show I was recommend to you with the fucking fantasy football thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the league, the league. Yeah. Okay, he's one of the main characters of the league. Okay, he's some comedian, right? Anyway, he has this animated show on Netflix. Okay. And the whole show, it's about him being a child going through the stages of puberty. And big mouth, big mouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Nick Crow. To yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. So Nick Crow personifies the void in these like demons that haunt these children, right? Um, so he's going through puberty, and it's just like this demon following around this kid, going, Look at her tits, right? Look at that ass, tits, ass. Look at that. Oh my god, fucking jerk off right now. Get a heart on right now. And it's this demon fucking just following this fucking prepubescent kid Fuck, going just, through puberty. Just figuring like this, shit out. Figuring oh shit out. Oh my god. And it, it does such a fucking genius job of like personifying this void figure. I watched the first season of it and it was fucking great. It's so fucking yeah, good, dude. Um, it's so fucking good. Um, <laughs> fuck yeah my my cousin has one of my cousins has three male boys 
And they're all just on the precipice of fucking going through puberty. Wow. Yeah. And she goes, I've caught them them watching porn. She goes, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. (laughs) And my recommendation to her was pay for the porn you want them to watch. (laughs) Okay. That's your recommendation? That is. Okay. Because if they're free to fucking go on Reddit and all this other shit... There's some fucking crazy shit on there. But it's the best. It's the best. It's fucking curated. It's fucking segmented. It's super specific. If they go to the free (laughs) shit, they're going to fucking get psychologically traumatized and never be able to speak to women in the correct way. But if you facilitate their porn watching, you fucking vet what porn they're going to watch. And it's just male on female, like general type of stuff. Pay for their porn. They're going to watch porn anyway. Holy shit, dude. They're going to watch it. Fuck. Are people having conversations about this? Of course not. Whoa. Only me and my family will have a conversation about this. What the fuck? I said, pay for the porn you want them to watch. They're going to watch porn anyway. But you want them to not be fucked in the head later in life. So pay for something that's just kind of fucking neutral. Pay for something that's just like, if you want them to be straight, pay for something that's like male on female. And it's just like general, like, oh, here's my tip. If you want them or, to be straight. <laughs> honestly. Right? No, because it's not honestly. No. They don't choose that they're Dude, straight. There's parents that are fucking transitioning their children at 12 years old i know i get that yeah but the like least fucking version of that is being like i want you to be this okay i don't think it's the least version of that i just think it's one of the versions of like it is and neither of them are children into that's what i'm saying i'm saying neither of them are okay i don't like children to be straight i don't like that i don't i don't like you wouldn't want your children to be straight I don't give a shit. They because could be you whatever don't have the kids. fuck they want. Because you don't have kids. For sure, but they could be whatever the fuck they want. I that's it's not fine, me I guess. That does that. Yeah, that societal voice is fine, I guess. They could sure, be anything dude, they want. It yeah. is. That's a total product of our time yeah. right now. Yeah. It's a complete product of that. And it's this like woke mentality. And not, I, I don't I don't pair or group <laughs> myself with this. Yeah. But in this subject I do. I'm not saying force them to be straight. I'm just saying facilitate their porn habits. Have a fucking conversation, man. Have a conversation. What, just The conversation Tell goes like this. Watch. Fucking, do you like big dongly bits? Or do you like the fucking like boobies and the fucking vaginas? Whatever the fuck it is. Do you like those? Those are nice. All of them are, all of them are great. Yeah. They're all great. And then you could choose whichever one you want. So do you like the fucking dangly bits that's with the fine. balls in the dick or that's do you want great. the fucking other one that's perfect and then you fucking that's fucking let them be whatever the fuck they want to be for sure. for sure yeah but also there's some fucked up <laughs> shit online <laughs> there is that's not <laughs> even just like oh this is gay or this is <laughs> this or this is that there's some fucked no, up shit online there's girls that eating the- shit and puking into each other's mouths thank you <laughs> that will traumatize you for life <laughs> <laughs> just sure. like you traumatized everybody <laughs> in our friends group for life watching forcing us to watch two girls one cup while we're at fucking force. starbucks and eating fucking little caesar's pizza i remember this it's fucking ingrained in my fucking head watching two girls fucking throw up shit into each other's mouth <laughs> <laughs> throw up shit into, into each other's mouth, mouth. yes that's exactly what that video was so I, i'm telling her 
They're going to watch porn regardless of what the fuck you do. <laughs> if you want them to be normal-ish. Ah, come on. Here we go with this bullshit again. What, normal? Okay, okay. Not fine. straight. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. No. Fine. Just have the conversation with them. Uh, sexually healthy. Sexually healthy. Yeah. Let's go there. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Let's call it normal. If you want them to be sexually healthy. If you want them to be sexually healthy and yeah. not have this porn addiction later in life and then have women not meet up to that standard of pornography and have them be fucking celibate because women will never meet up to the standard of pornography, which is happening a lot lately to children, pay for the porn they want you want them to watch. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> I think you want them to be normal and sexually healthy. But the internet, the way it works is they have access to everything. And everything is unhealthy shit. We, today as a society, have viewed the transsexual community as a healthy environment. But I honestly think that it's a healthy mental health issue uh-huh. when somebody believes that their body is not part of them it is a devastating fucking thought but so much so that they're willing to mutilate their body and cut off their penis and throw it into the trash like fucking Chris Jenner believing that they're gonna be the woman of the year the first woman that they're a fucking the first year that they're a fucking woman uh-huh. it's not gonna fucking happen I'm sorry, you're not that fucking special. You're a fucking poor Latino kid with no fucking family wealth. You come from immigrant parents, immigrant grandparents with fucking children that did nothing with their lives other than do drugs and... Why'd you turn it off? <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't stir any memories for you? No. No, none at all? No. Then you're a very lucky man. Thank you. That was the music to Two Girls, One Cup the entire oh, way. No. Yeah. That's what that was. Oh. Yeah. And um, I, I re- was at a piano. I, I recall being um, so uh, very much familiar I'm with I'm going to tell you, I did not pay attention to the music in that video. Okay. <laughs> it was really great for the rant. It was nice. Yeah. But then it was like, oh my God, he doesn't know that this is the I two, don't. two Girls, One Cup. Song. Again, I did not pay attention to the music <laughs> and the video of women, There's a women lot of... throwing up shit into each other's <laughs> mouths. There's a lot of stimulus to take in. I could see why your yeah. brain um, decided to like focus on certain parts of that uh, sensory experience. I mean, I cry every day when I listen to piano now. <laughs> <laughs> not until right now did I realize why. <laughs> 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 um there's plenty of people that heard that and immediately just retched. Good. You know. <laughs> I'm glad. Fuck those people. You paid attention to the wrong thing in this video, bro. <laughs> uh, fuck. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay. Um although although it may be um very controversial to fucking bring that up. Fuck, dude. Um I'm with it. I'm with it. I I really think um it provides a platform to have open, honest, um, fuck, unadulterated conversations mm. with uh, children, with your children, 
Um, fuck. I mean, it used to be the birds and the bees, you know? Hmm. And now it's the fucking um, LGBTQs, and shit, you know? Uh, fuck. So, um, different landscape. And I want to say uh, probably a very difficult subject to even try to m- introduce. Sure. But I'm with it. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Let's move on to the next beer. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're here. We're here. We're at the last beer of the fucking lineup. We're at the last. Fucking beer. A, dude. Fuck. Okay. So, uh, Figaro Mountain Brewing Company has showed us a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. Uh, that Shandy is goes down as the lowest rated beer in wasted content history. Uh, that Imperial IPA really redeemed Figaro Mountain Brewing Company. It was a fucking solid beer. And I'd say the best chance, the best the, the best showing that we could have is something that really kind of wraps everything up into a nice little bow. And what we have as the bomb for today's lineup is Figueroa Mountain Brewing Company's 11th anniversary barrel-aged Baltic Porter. Um, I don't read that fucking... Uh, that 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 label lightly i fucking love a baltic porter nobody is fucking doing this i've only had one of these styles of beers um previously and i'll tell you one thing that's for certain about it it was not barrel aged this is awesome it comes in at a 13 percent abv and this is Figueroa Mountain telling us who the fuck they is. We have a read here, and I'm going to get to it right now. It says, Our 11th anniversary is a luscious Baltic-style porter lagered in both Four Roses bourbon and Pinhook rye whiskey barrels. Mm. Rich and complex, our 11th anniversary has notes of chocolate, coffee, toasted almond, spiced honey, and dates. We've added toasted coconut and bourbon barrel-aged vanilla for even more delicious complexity. We hope you enjoy this enticing barrel-aged lager with those that matter to you most. Cheers from the Figueroa Mountain family. And we have a few signatures there. Um, This is the way to judge a fucking brewing company all in all right give me an anniversary beer tell me how you celebrate and i'll tell you where the fuck you at <laughs> i think a fucking barrel aged baltic porter coming in at 13 percent already tells us what prowess we have brewing over at figaro mountain but we're gonna have to be the judges ourselves you can find this bottle at your local bottle shop you might even be lucky and find it at a BevMo. Um, I haven't had this yet. We're about to experience this. I'm already saying, go grab a bottle of this shit right <laughs> shit. now. Um, talk to me about Baltic porters. Talk to me about Baltic fucking porters, man. Tell me who's doing porters nowadays. No shit. Who's barrel aging porters? It's crickets. Nobody. I love all of this. Blinded me. So 
I want to see if it's going to live up to its title because a Baltic Porter is very specific. And um, we're, we're going to be the judges here. Um, here we go. We're going to get into the third beer lineup. Whoa. I love that it hits your face most of the time. <laughs> Fuck, final beer is poured out, and we have something immense in front of us here. Let's go ahead and get right to the smelling notes. Fuck. God damn, dude. It smells like a porta. Oh, man. It's, it smells like barrel, man. <laughs> this is fucking big. It's spirited, for sure. Um, It's got this, like, loud ethanol just jumping out of the glass for me. Just a bit, yeah. I'm getting a lot of the toffee notes. Ooh, nice. Um, some vanilla here. Um, There's definitely barrel, barrel up the yin yang. Yeah, dude. I don't know and what that means, but it sounds. I don't know what it is. Provocative. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got this. Uh, it's got like a fucking shit ton of dark fruit dark dried fruit kind of um deal going on here um it's a lot of that it's a lot of pruny it's this like fucking just uh plum like just dark cherry it's got a lot of that shit going on here mm -hmm. along with this like woody earthy ethanol -y, spirited fucking bourbon barrel vibe to it it's it's awesome dude this thing is uh, commanding of the senses, uh, at 13% ABV, I'm, I'm fucking excited to try this. I want to see how Figueroa Mound says happy birthday to me. <laughs> so let's look at the 11th version of the anniversary. It's happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to them. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm Figueroa Mountain Brewing Company. I'm saying I'm going to make a beer that says happy birthday to me. That was so fucking convoluted, but okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Cheers. We're going to get right into it. Cheers, brother. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, my, 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 my. I love this. I love that. That's what I did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it took me for a fucking ride. Fuck. Yeah. what it fucking did. Yeah. Yeah, it, for fucking listeners, it, it just, it made me tilt my head back and kind of just fucking, fucking spin around. Yeah, dude. And it's a lot of fucking movement because my head is fucking huge. <laughs> a lot of energy ex exerted, a lot of effort. To maintain my head up in the upright position, but even then, it just kind of woo. I felt like I was on that UFO ride at the fucking stupid <laughs> fucking fair, the one that makes you stick to the walls. Yeah, you you're always trying to fucking, fucking fight uh, gravity. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit, dude. I fucking hate that, and I hate you for always making us get on it. <laughs> I love that ride. <laughs> I know you do. You fucking sack of shit. 
I don't know why you love that ride, and I know. Well, actually, I know you loved trying to be the cool guy inside of the ride. Yeah, where you were like stand, sitting up, sitting yeah. up, or fucking standing <laughs> against <laughs> the gravity, <laughs> that gravitational yeah. fucking exertion. Totally, yeah. yeah. I did like being that guy. I fucking just hated being in there. I need to throw up soon. So fuck you. Fuck that ride. <laughs> Figueroa took me for a fucking ride right now. I like being the guy that's at the center of the centrifugal. Mm-hmm. C- centrifugal? Centrifugal. Centrifugal fucking point of yeah. the gravity at this beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love I love it. I love being able to be like, oh man, this is nice. And then other people are all like I just took me for a spin there for a second. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um <laughs> it's all fucking barrel aged. It's fucking you get all that fucking barrel aged warmth coming through here. A lot of ethanol, but it's a pleasant ethanol. It's not this like rubbing alcohol. It's um, it's fucking. It's nice. It's it's nice seeing a porter almost hit the status of a fucking stout. No shit of a barrel aged stout. Mm-hmm. You're getting all those dark fruit flavors. You're getting that warmth wood barrel that you traditionally get from a barrel aged stout on a. Much, much, much lighter beer. Completely, dude. I love the fact that you can, you can absolutely fucking distinguish this from a stout. Of course, from a barrel aged stout. Because if you were to have a thirteen percent, everything else that's happening here, for roses barrels and fucking, um, uh, pin hook rye whiskey barrels, if you're having that and it's a stout, oh man, um, uh. Motor oil. Molasses. Yeah. Yeah, yep. dude. Used motor oil <laughs> from a fucking, from farming equipment from the 1930s. From dust farming bowl. equipment. Dust bowl era kind of fucking yeah. shit. That's Some what you're John Deere huh? shit. Huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> this isn't that. It's, it's light bodied mm-hmm. and somehow punches you in the face with all of the flavors that you'd be expecting from the style. Um, there's a drawback for this for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it. What the fuck? Right now. Oh. Okay. I want to know if you have a rating for this. <sighs> let me let me drink some. <sighs> I want to give this a 9. Um, I think it'd be greater if it showcased more of the porter thing, okay, and leaned less to that barrel aged stout, okay. Speaking specifically, in the, I don't know what 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 it, what exactly it is, um, it doesn't feel heavy. It feels right on the lines with the porter, but it doesn't feel like a porter either yeah huh yeah uh it's gonna be a nine for me it's great i'm it's great i'm 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 enjoying the barrel i'm enjoying the abv here 
I'm enjoying the adjunct of like dark fruits and stuff, which is traditional of like barrel aged stouts. Um, Porter specifically, I feel like it's missing some toffee notes and it's missing some of the coffee roast roastiness. Okay. Um, but yeah, nine for me. Okay. I'm going to have to go a nine. I want to go lower for one very specific reason. It says Baltic Porter. Mm. It's what made me most excited about this. There's porters. And then there's like this little curious little subgenre that isn't explored. It isn't done. Nobody's fucking doing it. And it's a Baltic Porter. And I love the history behind it. I love... So, um, yes. What's the difference between a porter and a Baltic porter? A Baltic porter is a porter that was made to withstand the journey overseas. What happens when you're trying to preserve beer? What do you need? Hops. You need hops. Hops makes a Baltic porter. It becomes this like fucking, okay, when you think of a porter, you're thinking of like light Crispy, effervescent, maltiness, mm-hmm. um, wonderful, toasty sweetness, um, toffee notes, some nuttiness to it, um, a bit of roast, like a very light touch of roasted malt. That's a porter. Um, when you're talking Baltic porter, you're talking all of those plus in your face hops. Hopped. To preserve the beer for a long journey overseas, over the Baltic Sea specifically. Mm. And that's where the style originates. And um, there, there's none here. And I don't know if that's a product of the brewing prowess of Figaro Mountain. Or if it's the fact that you're taking something that's <clears throat> that degrades uh, quickly... And then you're aging it, and then you've like managed to tone down all of that. But even then, if you're naming it a Baltic Porter, I want to have that experience. That's what makes me want to grade it less, but it's really fucking hard to grade something in this category low for everything that it's doing. Yeah. It's doing so fucking much. Could it be that the barrel aging muted a lot of those hop flavors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying um, once you take that aspect of it and then you you just age it for whoever knows how long, they're not telling us. Um, yeah, you might lose some of those. My guess is probably a year. I would have to give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and say nine months to a year. Mm-hmm. I would have to. Even though the ethanol seems very fresh. Yeah, yeah. Kind of makes me want to like side with six months, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll go nine months to a year. Um, all of that said, there's not a lot of brewing companies out here trying to fucking barrel age a porter and make it something else on top of that. They're not doing that. They're not taking the care to impart 
um, bourbon barrel age uh, adjuncts like vanilla beans. Just fucking the idea of putting vanilla beans in a bourbon barrel so it could get some catch some of that fucking yumminess. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane. We've seen people do it with coffee beans like Mostra coffee. Mostra coffee? Mostra. Yeah. We've seen them do it this shit. So the adjuncts um barrel age are cool. Um what you're trying to do is cool. The specific Baltic thing lands me at a nine. If you had nailed the Baltic part of this and you had given me a face full of the hop that matches the enormous sweetness and maltiness of this beer, I'd give this a 10. You make me want to rate this higher. Okay. Only because of what we've seen from Figueroa. Where a lot of their malt, their their hops specifically are muted. Okay. We're talking about that Imperial IPA at a nine percent. The hops were muted. It wasn't this like great danky resinous hop. And I think maybe that's what's going on here with the addition of barrel aging. So already their base level beer is not gonna be this great hoppy thing. It's going to have some floral notes, which this has, but it's not this danky West Coast IPA beer style we're used to. So I think given their history on this podcast so far, a lot of their flavors have been muted. I think maybe that's what's going on here. They, they started with their base beer already with the muted hop, and then they just barrel aged that. And that's definitely like giving them that might be it. Way the benefit of the doubt. That is. Um, but their predecessors that we had today speak to that. It's the only thing that we could take from our uh, <laughs> very fucking short and abrupt, uh, you know, uh, observation of what the fuck they're doing. Uh, I think that holds up. I think it does. Uh, uh, j- just so just so you know th- the baltic style it's supposed to it's supposed to have bitter resin it's supposed to do that um i was looking forward to the first experience of barrel aged and like gnarly hop mm. i was i was genuinely looking forward to that like i want i want it I want you to fucking punch me in the face with a Baltic porter that has, <laughs> that that's fucking bourbon barrel age. I want to taste the punch of the wood, the bourbon, the four, four roses specifically. I get that. There's like a very specific heat yeah. that's coming from this beer that's very much reminiscent of that. I haven't had uh, Pinhook Rye Whiskey. But I'd love to. There isn't a lot of right here, though. I, I, I'd say that somewhere in between this muck, there is like this like spiciness to it. Yeah, but it's kind of muddled. It's it's between a spice and a hop resin. If it's hard to distinguish the two. I I take another sip of it. I find rye. I do. Do you? I do. I do. I do. 
It's bright. It's well, spicy. Fuck me then. <laughs> I get it. I, I I see what the fuck happened there. I think I'm just digging for a hop, and mm. I'm I'm confusing the rye for a hop because of the aromaticness. Yeah. That like weird spicy dankiness. Ah, uh, this is like a like kind of like a straw, kind of like wet straw. I don't know is what I'm catching. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, wet that, straw. Yeah, like those paper straws that they're producing now. No. So the plastic ones. <laughs> no. That's been sitting in your drink for too fucking long. So now it's which is like, like one residue. Minute? Uh, yeah, anything past thirty seconds, it's too long in your fucking. Drink. Now it's and like so, mushed up paper. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you're drinking with your yeah. fucking margarita. Totally. Yeah, yeah. mushed Absolutely. up paper and. <laughs> It's fucking terrible. It is. <laughs> because of one fucking bitch-ass turtle, we're fucking eating, drinking paper now. <laughs> it hasn't happened again. It didn't happen any time before that, and it hasn't happened since. It's happened but like a million times. Has it? Yeah, I bet you. Stupid turtle. <laughs> Blame the fucking turtles, bro. Don't blame the straws. It's like you blame the shooter, not the gun. <laughs> so humans. Humans. So humans. 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 They're huge. Yeah. Especially if they're from USA. <laughs> you humans from USA. You suck. You're huge. Huge. <laughs> Huge humans. You just, I asked you just everybody. Them all. I asked everybody says they're the, the, the <laughs> hugest. <laughs> all of the people I talk to are confirming the they're fact hugest. they're just huge. They're the most huge that we've ever experienced. All the smartest people agree. They're all huge. Yeah. Yep. All of them. Dude, holy fuck. Dude. All of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Take a look for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, exhibit A. Exhibit A. Right? You. <laughs> Thanks. You're huge. <laughs> all of the smartest people saying Aussie Mandy is, is huge. Osmanius is um <laughs> huge is from USA. He's huge. Yeah. We have the most hugest human being. <laughs> He's part of our country. That's something I'm proud of. Yeah, my that's dick. Only, that's yeah. only <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the idea of like a leader that just thinks that all the things that are really big are make you the greatest country. We have the biggest military <laughs> in the world. Everything that's big makes you awesome. I ask <laughs> other people, they all agree with me. We have the hugest military in the world. Yeah. Dude, like maybe like the biggest hamburger too. We got the biggest hamburger. <laughs> all the experts agree. <laughs> We got the biggest hamburger. The biggest. 
We got biggest pizza. The Italians <laughs> don't have anything on our pizzas. Even our Chinese food is bigger than the all the Yuhans. <laughs> we don't serve Russian food because the best Russian food is in Russia. Go visit Russia. They're partners. They, they we we're in cahoots with them. Trump <laughs> Towers serves the best taco bowls. <laughs> that actually happened. That's real life. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man! It's because they do serve the best oh, taco bowls, dude. Ah, oh, dude. Oh, that hurts. Why? I'm fucking experiencing the like fucking existential pain. Nobody serves of, Taco Bells other than white people, bro. Okay, but I'm experiencing the existential pain of living in the reality where Trump claimed that the best Taco Bells came from Trump Towers or some sort. Some Trump Trumpinian. Yeah, nobody enterprise. serves Taco Bells other than white people. I believe them. <sighs> I'm on board. You think those are the best ones? There's only one way to find out, right? We got to go to Trump Tower. Fuck, order a taco bowl. Mm, let's split it. Split it? Yeah. And then we could do the cute thing. Like the lady on the We're tramp. We're going to lady on the tramp with taco yeah. bowl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's going to be like both of us pounding our faces into it until it's a mush. We got the biggest fags. <laughs> All the homosexuals agree. They are the biggest fags in America. They want a lady in the trap, the taco bowls at Trump Tower. <laughs> okay. I think I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. That's my opinion. That's my expert opinion about this subject. All the experts agree. <laughs> We've had enough for today. This is enough. This podcast is no been more great. questions. No more questions <laughs> from the audience. You, you're stupid. You're stupid. You're asking questions about things that make me look bad. <laughs> Trump stakes were great. This podcast was great. Everybody agrees Wasted Content is the best craft beer podcast ever, ever. I mean, ever. I mean, we could even look at the Ottoman Empire. They never had a craft beer podcast ever. What are they, <laughs> stupid? <laughs> I mean, really, what are they? What are they, retarded? Oh, you're not supposed to say that. All liberals don't want you to say that. They don't want you to say that. But Wasted Content... You can say the things that liberals don't want you to say. Makes them the greatest podcast ever. You can check, ask anybody. Ask the smart people. They'll tell you. All the scientists will agree that Wasted Content (laughs) is the best podcast. They beat Joe Rogan on the charts every day. Just like my presidential party i forget what it's called uh that thing where they elected me as president biggest crowd bigger than obama's not bigger than wasted content (laughs) with that i want to say we're signing off this has been episode 106 
Wasted Content. Check them out. WastedContent.com. Uh, Wasted Content at uh, Instagram. At Wasted Content. You want to check them out? They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Just message them. They'll tell you. They know. Everybody knows. You don't know? You got to get with the times. This is new times. I don't know. It's fucking terrible. This is getting worse. As Everybody asks me <laughs> what the biggest podcast in the world is. And I always say... Wasted content. <laughs> because wasted content is the Dude. biggest podcast in the world. Don't include any of this, please. <laughs> it's so bad. All of it. No. It's so bad. It's so nah. bad. That's it. That's enough. We got an endorsement right? from the fucking president, asshole. <laughs> <laughs>